anymore. Gone. It's gone. Sweet. We're back on JB's. We're back. We're, we're back. And better than yeah, ever. Yeah, we're no, more. Back. Thank you for the energy. I appreciate that. That's uh, I can't remember uh, what the hell that was from. Um, we're back. I, I seem to remember it was a wrestling thing. but Oh, that's I, an actual song? Yeah, it was horrible. We're like back. Sounds like it. You know. And better than ever, we're back. That's just bad. That's just bad. Okay, so... Uh, um, JB's Driving Podcast, Jim and Paul here. Um, for those who are new to our show, we review movies from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and occasional uh, this millennial as well. Uh, we have an extensive collection. Uh, if you found us, you should be able to find out the rest of their stuff, too. Yeah, it's and out there. Thank you for the new listeners. Appreciate that. Um, so, it is summertime. Yeah, I guess the the beginning of the summer. Beginning of unquote unquote summer. One crazy summer. Uh-huh. Uh in this case, I was looking forward to it and I guess I found myself um disappointed. Disappointed because I knew the one lady who they were talking to, I had talked to her before cuz I've been down at Ellicott City. Yeah. Everybody around That's here has mar- been that was down. There. We I mean, how many times have we hightailed it over Seven Hill? Sure. And and then you know, you're sitting there watching it, and it's like, and this is the this is the pinnacle of the whole block, which is the um, I can't remember what it's called, the uh, the Phoenix at the bottom. The Phoenix, yes. And it's like, uh, I don't, you know, I've never actually eaten at the Phoenix. Really? really, I've eaten at a lot of the other restaurants on that street, but I've never actually eaten at the Phoenix, and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, visually, maybe, but mm-hmm. you know, as as per. You know, and maybe the people who live in Ellicott City or visit there constantly. But if you know, when I go, I'm usually going actually to the place that they just bought, which is that uh, brewing company, the brewing company, brewing company. So you know, that was a place that I would eat a lot more often. Uh And then on top of that, like you know, you see some of the exaggeration of well, this you know how the food isn't that good and that kind of stuff. It's like I've eaten there plenty of times; the food's fine. I mean, I'm sure that his, you know, food is better. Yeah. You know, but right. the food was fine. There, you know, it wasn't the best. It was far from the worst. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, you know, they go through all this bullshit. They have everything shut down in Ellicott City for a week, and then as soon as they open up, they were open for one week before the fucking state got shut down by COVID. No shit. And I was just like, oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. This is ridiculous. So, anyway, that's where that leaves off. But it. Overall, it was a decent enough episode. I felt it was very ham-handed, and like the fact that you know, were they two, promoting, uh, promoting the whole two floods and all that stuff? Going yeah, 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 yeah. They went through all that, which is fine. I mean, no, I, I, I tune out. They were major things. I mean, they it's were not like things. they were minor, you know. But when we watched it, it was when it actually happened. It was kind of devastating. Um, but then, you know, you flash forward a year and everything's pretty much built back up and then they have another one and, but then they acted like it was like two weeks ago, even though they said it's 2018, it's like, yeah, it's been two years since that flood and most of this shit has already been built back up. up. Yeah. Some people left, but they, a lot of those buildings were fucking closed before. I mean, so whatever it, it, 
it, you know, of course, if you like that kind of thing, which I do, um, it was worth watching. But My overall, only question yeah. is, do they put Vaseline or melted butter on the sides of the helicopter to cram <laughs> Hogan's fat ass in there? I didn't see them prepping the helicopter, so unfortunately, I'm oh, not sure. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> I, I just, well, I don't want to. You know what? It doesn't it. matter. But it's so, not going to go anywhere. So anyway. let's talk about. You want to wrap up Gladiator? Was there anything? Okay, we got to talk about Gladiator. We got to talk about your. So you went to Universal Studios <laughs> to celebrate its opening on June fifth because I'm gonna. <laughs> um, and you went dressed as a uh, Danger Mouse. Did I? Yes. Is that what happened? Never mind. Fuck that joke. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta prep me for that kind of shit, dude. I don't know <laughs> where you're going with this. I don't know. Danger Mouse isn't even is it is it even a universal no, character? It's not. It's a BBC character, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I did remember J- Danger Mouse. I used to watch that shit all the time it was on, on USA. Nickelodeon. I thought it was on USA. It was on both. It was. Yeah, oh, I think originally it was on USA Afternoon Express, and then they moved it over to I Nickelodeon. It was nighttime. I thought it was like a nighttime show. No, you might be thinking of. Um, Holy crap, what was it? Duck, uh, something duck. Howard a duck? Nope, 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 nope. There was a USA cartoon that was on at night about a duck. And it was kind of like one of those old school type adult type cartoons. All right, all right. It wasn't, a, all right. it wasn't above the beyond. It doesn't, but we're, we're, all right. Um, what? Nothing. You went down the road. I know. I'm just following you. Gladiator. Gladiator Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. What are your final thoughts on on Gladiator? I'm glad we never have to watch it again. I think it was one of the best movies of all time. You're deluded. I know. I know. You are totally deluded. Matter of fact, I'll go as far as to say I enjoyed Jaws 3 more than I enjoyed Gladiator. I'll go that far. This was the first. Actually, there's probably a couple other movies I got angry at watching. I. Well, we're we're supposed to be covering covering Jaws three. Well, we're really good, we're going to be doing both Jaws two and, and three. We're going to be doing Jaws two as a mini. I didn't have a chance to watch Jaws two. You piece of I know, shit. I know, but you did. You <laughs> piece of shit. I have three. Don't weeks. even. Don't. That are not independent like your kids. Don't. You knew you didn't have to do You didn't even do a write-up for three. Bullshit, it's right here. I didn't print it out. Oh, you didn't print I it didn't out. I didn't print it okay. out. Okay, but you didn't have to do a write-up for two because literally nothing fucking happens in two. Exactly. It's just, it's the same movie. Now, nope, it's not, but we'll get to it. Just just go ahead with where well, you're excuse going first. Me, excuse the shit out of me. Apparently the ex- Go ahead, go ahead. What? Well, call me, okay. We're covering Jaws 3, 3D, whatever you want to call it, okay? Uh-huh. We can't get to Jaws 3D until we cover the unannounced Jaws 2. Yeah. Do you think Jaws 2 st- deserves its own show? No, that's why we're okay. only doing like 10, 15 right. minutes. Jaws 2 came out in 78. Yes. Okay, right after 77. Right. Which was Jaws. Some, that was like a big, big... We, we co- Jaws is one of the best movies of all time. Yep. It is the best horror movie of all time. Mm. Yes. In your opinion, it is one. I mean, there's, there's, uh, it's there's a movie poster up on the wall down here, in the Jim Plunkett, because uh, we we oh we didn't get the plugs. 
So you're all over the fucking place, dude. I'm terrible. There'll be lots of editing. <laughs> um, all right, so let's give her a play. So this is uh, the last week of Red Maryland. Yes. They're, yes. They, they're, their final shows or whatever. On, on Ju- June. Are they doing any more shows? June the 4th is their final show. They have two more shows. Oh, okay. June 4th, their final show. All right. Um, so let, obviously. Now, has he started doing the. The duck pen? Yeah. That is June 7th. So oh, if you okay. Are, if you so he's get going some, right into he's it. He's going right. So um, he's going to talk about whatever he wants to talk about, which, again, is 80%. Brian Griffiths. Brian Griffiths of the late Brian Griffiths Minute and of the late RedMaryland.com uh, is doing his new show. I'm sorry, new blog, The Duck Pin, which will eventually have a podcast. Um, Where can you find The Duck Pin? The Duck Pin. Is it really called The Duck it's Pin or are you just fucking around? No, it's called The Duck Pin. He okay, I didn't know. He's, he's a big bowling fan and he's, oh. a, he's a local putt-putt champion. Really? Yes, he won... He won a miniature golf. I don't even know. I don't even know. It's, I think in the Severna There's only two miniature golf courses around here. I think it was Severna here. Park. Okay. Okay. He uh, beat a kid in a, a wheelchair <laughs> and and a blind person. Okay. Well, you know, you can't take it away from them. Beat him by two strokes. Oh, Jesus. The wheelchair kid could have just done as well. He could have. I'm not sure about the blind kid. They helped. Well, okay. I yeah. guess if you help him. Brian, well, apparently the blind kid was like in the lead after 15 holes, and Brian started fucking with him, saying to swing the other way, yeah. spinning him around before he. Yeah. It's like standing off to the side, saying, "No, the hole's yeah, over here." Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Brian didn't find his first hole until he was like 30. So whatever. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So Brian's doing that, and of course, uh, Greg Klein. Um, of Greg Klein's Oktoberfest bounty. Oh yeah, uh, can't uh, wait. As you know, uh, we've advertised his his uh, new venture. If if you're opening his up self fulfilling prophecy, thank you. Exactly. If you're opening up your backyard for the summer, and you're not afraid of the cops showing up, shut down your party while they're releasing sex offenders and murderers from prison. You can rent. Great Klein's October Fest Bounty. He shows up with a big old blow-up bar. It's like a, you see there's blow-up bouncy things? Yep. Well, his is a blow-up bar. Mm-hmm. Little pub. You can go inside. There's a bar. Um, he wears his lederhosen, his little Robin Hood hat. He's got an accordion. He's learning how to play. Uh, so if you, you know, you can rent him out. Rent, rent, rent it out for the, like, the evening. And as we said before, if you get into financial trouble, um... He's also a lawyer. Yeah, that, uh, you know, I thought he uh, was mainly a drunken driving lawyer. That's what I'm saying. After you celebrate whatever you're celebrating in your backyard. You said fiduciary issues. Come on, man. You're putting no effort into the night. You're just that pissed off about Jaws 3, and it was your movie. Keep in mind, this was your movie. You wanted this. Dude. Ugh. And and your disgust is just coming through in waves. All right, are we ready? You want to you want to hit Jaws two real quick? Go ahead, go ahead, do Jaws two. Are you sure? Yeah. 
Okay, so I don't know what you m- remember at all, but there's not much to it. I remember First off, a cable. Yep. A blown up boat that scarred Jaws in the beginning. Yes. Roy Scheider. Lorraine Gray. Yep. To me, and I'll get into that while I'm on. And uh, the the whole they had like they go out sailing against his dad's uh, Roy Scheider's blessing. Yep. Which makes no fucking sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. And then. What do you mean? Okay. There's the draws one of the greatest movies of all time. There's a traumatic part in there where um, Mike Brody, yes, you know, gets shocked because of the whole shark thing, and for him to go back out on a boat, no sense. Well, imagine, imagine, like, how? I mean, how could you compare it, like? You're allergic to almonds. You eat almonds. Your face blows up, and you're gonna eat almonds again. I just it doesn't make sense to me. The whole premise, like you're not gonna get back in the damn water. I think that there's always two schools of thought. Uh, you know, there's the, you know, fear it for the rest of your life, or there's the get back on the bicycle and try again. I mean, and those are the two. Yeah, but when you reactions bicycle, that you have, you get your fucking leg bit off. Well, he didn't really get hurt he or anything. He witnessed a mass murder shark. Yes. It's like And he's also a 18-year-old teenager in the second movie. What did you say? He's 18 years old in the second no, movie. No, 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 no. You said something else. 18-year-old teenager. Yes. That's what happens when you're 18 years old. Okay. I don't know where the fuck you're going anymore, man. You are. No kidding. What the fuck did you? I've been out of it all day. Well, that's wonderful. I've been stressed out like a motherfucker for four weeks. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm I'm working. You know, on average, about sixty hours a week. I know we had that conversation this weekend. Yeah, we did. And I'm fucking. You know. I'm keeping it chipper over here, you son of a bitch. You keep it at 100, right? Yeah, whatever the fuck that means. Kids say? 120, baby. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, so you basically just told the whole fucking movie. You really (laughs) did. That's the movie. That's the movie. The movie starts, you see a couple. This is Jaws 2. This is Jaws 2. You have a couple people... uh, Scuba diving down at the Orca. One yes. of them gets killed. The Orca, no, 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 or matter of fact, maybe both of them. It doesn't really matter. The Orca is the is Quint's boat. Yes, the one that at, from the end of Jaws. And now, now think about it, and I come on, profess to Jaws three, three D. Think about Jaws. Mm-hmm. What to what to you is Jaws? The movie Jaws. It's a horror, but it's also like a romance in a way. Mm. It is, especially the boat. I mean, the book. It, the book is not the movie, though. I, I, I agree. I understand what you're saying about the book, but that's not the movie. You can't. When I say a romance, I'm not talking about like a romantic, like you, what you're thinking is about romantic, you know, yeah. rom-com. Something like that. No, no, no. It's it's not. It's it's a romance in a way with the the, the you know the ocean. I shark, get that. Quint going fishing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm simplifying it, but there's, I know. 
men going out hunting a beast. Yes. You know, that is, in a way, that's romantic. I mean, uh, in, in essence, it's it's Moby Dick. Yes, it's... it's and, yes. And, you know, that's, that's essentially what Jaws was, was Moby Dick. It was a version a of... A version of Moby, Moby Dick. Dick, where you have... I mean, because you can just as easily put uh, Quint in that... Uh, Captain, Captain Ahab. Ahab role. Right. Uh, he once he's decided that he's taken that shark down, it doesn't matter what happens, he's going to do it. So back when I was in a fraternity, I shouldn't tell us. I'm not gonna tell us story. Yeah, they're supposed to be secret <laughs> organizations, sir. <laughs> That's the Freemasons. No, that fraternities are secret too, aren't they? they like are. skull and crossbones, they don't sort fucking. Of. Tell their secrets. Well, they control the world, right? Along the Illuminati and the and the um, the club out there. They have sex with each other and all kinds of weird know, shit. Yeah. So anyway, so you think about Jaws. Jaws is the is like a like a Jaws is Quint. Jaws is Brody, mm-hmm. and Jaws is shit. I forget his name. Uh yeah, I'm What's blanking his, on the character's it. name. But that that to me, Lorraine Gray, the mayor, all I mean, salad dressing. You know, A- Amityville, um, not it's Amityville, Amity, Amity, Amity Harbor. Yeah. Well, it's when it was essentially which is Martha's Vineyard. Right. To me, that is that is Jaws. That 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 whole s- the setting, the the newness of it. Mm-hmm. The, the uniqueness of it, going out there and hunting, Quentin telling his story. The, I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, Jaws to me is three guys on a fucking boat taking down a beast. The rest of it, like I said, is all window dressing. It just it is, but essentially it's Roy Scheider. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, Roy Scheider is number one there, and you have Robert Shaw, mm-hmm. who is a one A one B. Well, Shaw is 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 a fucking lunatic who just put on a performance of his life. Yes. And then you have um shit. Really? Yeah, it's not my day. No, it's not. Come on. For the first now you know how I feel. For the first, I have a computer in front of me, so I can fucking find out. I have one here. I could do it too. <laughs> Dad damn it. What's his name? I'm not helping. I know you're not. Because you don't ever help me. I know. You just leave me out there on a fucking island by myself, drowning. <laughs> no, I'll leave it in. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you this. I'm gonna give you this. Well, well, he 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 was the main star from uh, what? What, what was about it? Bob? Quippen Quippendorf's Tribe, <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. What was it? What was that stupid movie? Quippendorf's Tribe. Whatever. You remember that where he was a uh, professor who was supposed to go to Africa? Yeah. His wife was Jenna Elfman, which was way too fucking hot for him. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> they made it up. In the backyard and filmed a whole bunch of shit. Yes. yes. Yeah. In blackface the whole time. It Rich, was wonderful. Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> that to me and Lorraine Gray. You gotta yeah. give Lorraine Gray credit there as well as. The uh, I don't think that she had that much of an impact in the first movie. All right. 
I mean, I just don't. I, I, I'm not trying to deliberately, you know, contradict you. I just but don't you think like of the it. setting. You think of where it's at. You think of everything involved in this. Yes, ecosystem. she's as much of the setting as yes. the mirror is, or the city, or the the yes. beach, yes. or. Uh, any of that shit, and that's why I said you have three men on a boat taking down a beast with a bunch of window dressing, and that window dressing is great. It it, is it's not fantastic. like I'm saying it's bad. The problem with the second one is essentially you're reattacking that same exact situation, and you're trying to give it some kind of newness, but there is nothing new. And then on top of that, you made it two hours long mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. That worked the first time because you had that Quint speech, which was fucking insane. Yeah, one of the best okay? movie moments of all There time. is nothing in the second movie. That is. That's, first off, there, the violence is cut down mm-hmm. in the second movie. It's not as violent as the first one. And it's definitely not as violent as the third one. Um, the Now, granted, all three of these are PG, but this is before PG-13 existed. So they could be a little more aggressive. PG-13 movie, too. What? We covered the first PG-13 movie on this show. Okay. All right. Um, I was just putting it out there. That's all. You have a habit of doing that. (sighs) Man whore. What? So, Jaws 2. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you tonight? I don't know. Mika asked me. What's wrong? I don't know. My head's in clouds. I think you could have just said, I I don't want to do it tonight. No, No, we're doing the show tonight. We got it. Good God. Okay, so the second one, like I said, uh, I'll give you the quick run over. I can do it in like five minutes. There, there. Uh, you have a couple divers taking pictures of the orca. The only reason that's important is because they're taking pictures. And, uh, you know, when they find the camera and they find the person, once again, the fucking, you know, uh, uh, the, the morgue... Um, the mortician, not the mortician. You know, the... Undertaker? No, no, the the criminal. The the one that works for the cops. What are they called? The the forensic... Uh, pathologist. P- pathologist, yeah. Okay. She, uh, she can't come to the realization that it's a shark attack. She just refuses to, just like in the first fucking movie. Everything that they did in the first movie, they, they repeat in the second movie. They just movie. refuse to... Um, the only good... The only thing about the second movie that I actually liked was... Uh, the guy who plays Stefano Demera from um, what? What is it? One, not One Life to Live. Uh, it's one of the soap operas. Like he's he's kind of like the the big baddie. He he's a land developer that comes in. Who? Uh, uh, Why are land developers always evil like people in movies? Have you noticed that? I don't it's know. Like, man. You know oh, oh yeah, the land developers are gonna take all our farms. Funny enough, one crazy summer, the land developers trying to uh, take away the old folks' homes. See, it's always a land developer. <laughs> I don't know why. You because be I a- think that people who, you know, it's been like this this uh, thing that they've put out there that landowners are are criminal assholes. I guess they're just trying to take a, take yeah, advantage yeah, of the uh, stupid secret under. That's what the Illuminati it is. It is literally a group of land developers. They're just looking to fuck uproot people and fuck them over. <laughs> That's what they do. They play Baccarat and just say, hey, who's next? <laughs> those old people in those senior homes. Let's get them. It's fucking horrible. But, and, uh, and, of course, 
the people who are running it are incompetent, so they're always scrounging out for money, even though it's big business. Well, he's so they got to come together for something. Ends up with a fucking carnival at the beach or something. Well, I think that you raise money to save the the development center. Right. In this, yeah, it's 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 a common trope. <laughs> I I agree. In Jaws two, though, I think that you're looking at Amity as like this little backwater town. You know, it's a small little you know town. And this guy, you know, in particular, is coming in to develop it. So, you know, there is that immediate evil that's put on him because he's developing that yeah. small town into something more. And uh, Brody's wife works for him. So basically, uh, and somehow he's the head of the fucking city council, yes, too. Yes, that's uh, Who the mayor just bends over and takes it up the ass for. It, I mayors mean, have a habit of doing that as well as governors. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's apparent. Um, so uh, I did. I did like the fact that he was in that, just because I used to watch that soap opera with my mother when I was a kid. So anyway, uh, Brody looks at the situation. He sees sharks everywhere. What? I'm, la- I'm laughing at your description. Jeez, oh. I'm, I'm going along with it. Oh, okay. Well, Brody just sees sharks everywhere. No matter what he sees, it's a shark. He's got PTSD. Sure, sure, I'm and shark. I would too. I, everybody would. I haven't watched the damn movie. But, you know, nobody in the goddamn show is, is willing to accept that there's another shark. Yeah. Why? I have no idea. It's been fucking one year since the last time. <laughs> but everybody's just kind of like, no, that's been possible. Uh, then we... we uh, we have the scene where he's on the beach and he sees some bluefish yes. that are kicking up water. So this gets him to jump down out of his tower yeah. and just start open fucking fire out on the w- <laughs> out into the water with these poison-tipped uh, bullets that he created. Yeah. And all that does is just set it up so he gets fired. Yeah, because he's incompetent now. Now he's incompetent because he's shooting at, on a beach full of fucking people. Now, now, if this was the real life, he'd sue for disability, sue the county, the city, the state. Oh, he'd own that fucking city he'd, he'd, but after he'd, what happened in Jaws? Yeah, he'd own everything, and then he, he'd be down in Florida. He's, I'm out of here. See ya. That's it. That's, that's the movie. Oh, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Um, so, you know, of course, the uh, they he wants to shut everything down again. They're just like, we're not only going to not shut everything down, we're going to fire your ass. So he's afraid there's a fucking shark. He tells Mike to stay out of the water, but he never really tells Mike that there's another shark. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that Mike really knew. Now, at this point in time, uh, Sean who's the younger brother, uh, really hasn't had that moment with the shark yet. That actually occurs in part two, which sets up part three. And that's the only kind of thing that that I need to put out there. So earlier in the movie, uh, they're raking the, they're looking for the people that are missing that were, were going out at the Orca. And they're raking across the the base of the bay. Mm -hmm. And they get this big, huge power cable. And so you know that that's going to play in later. Uh, all the kids go out on these little shink, shitty, rinky, like, yeah. wind boats. Wind boat. Yeah, like pontoon boats. Um, and uh, they get out there. They're all together. And the shark comes and fucking attacks. Oh, yeah. I did miss earlier in the movie, there was a scene where a woman was on this little tiny 
uh, boat, and I think she was pulling a um, a skier or something. It doesn't really matter. the 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 guy gets killed, and she's in the boat. the The fucking shark comes and attacks, and she literally starts pouring gasoline yes. all over yeah, her fucking self. <laughs> it's just so goddamn ridiculous. She's pouring gasoline all over herself. Yeah, it's just. And she uh, lights it on fire, which catches the shark on fire, but immediately catches herself on fire mm-hmm. and catches the can of gasoline to explode. Yeah, it just... So none of that made any fucking sense except the fact that it does give this cool-looking, like, scar on the shark. Yes, um, yes. And then later on, they're supposed to be going to the... Uh, the uh, lighthouse Mm -hmm. to hang out for the afternoon and have a picnic Mm -hmm. on the boats. And instead they go a little farther to this little, you know, rock formation is the best way I could put it because it's really nothing. Mm -hmm. And uh, Brody, in the middle of this is another part that I have a hard time with Brody, who literally had just had to deal with a shark like a year or two before. Doesn't bother to learn how to fucking, you know, captain a boat. You would think after the situation he's been in, he would learn how to captain a goddamn boat. But he's a complete and total moron. He goes out with his deputy. They find uh, uh, Mike gets injured because he gets knocked off. He gets injured. A couple of the the, uh, kids start heading back. He runs into them. He tells them, go ahead and head back in. And he keeps on to get Sean. Mm-hmm. So once he finally gets there, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> another situation arises where he's uh, he he's not really paying attention to what he's doing and crashes into the big rock formation. So now he can't save the kids. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then Stupid. he comes up with this fucking plan where he like shoots a you know he throws a rope across to try to pull him over and he can't pull him over and then he's. He's kind of he puts the winch down to see if he can pull it over, but the winch hits the goddamn wire and he pulls the wire up. He's standing on top of yes, the wire, yes. and then he's using this piece of metal. Which, by the way, earlier in the movie, it, it wasn't good enough to say, "Well, yeah, we know that they're they see things underwater and they pick up, they can smell blood underwater." Mm-hmm. But they made sure that you knew that they were attracted to sound. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there and he's banging the fucking shit out of the the cable. The shark comes up and goes to bite him, bites the cable. You have this ridiculous, like, old school uh, electrocution yeah. type thing where it's just like, it's as bad as you can imagine somebody being electrocuted. It's horrible. and And then... That's it. It's yeah, over. I mean, over. literally, that's it. It it just fucking ends. Yeah. The whole movie was just shit. To me, and they, and it was yeah. two fucking hours long. Well, just it was. Yeah, it could have been. Thirty. It's actually that. There that 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 movie served no purpose. And to me, it was a cash in. It was a cash grab. That's no, all yeah, it fucking that's was. All, that's all sequels are. Eh, I mean, there are a couple sequels out there unless, that are worth it. Unless, you know, it's a, it's like Star Wars. or If you set out to make something. a trilogy, a lot of times they're usually pretty good. Yeah, I, if you set out. You know, but I, when you're making sequels, they are. They're just more or less a cash grab. Mm-hmm. And some of them can be better than the originals, but a lot, mm-hmm. like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, I think is better than the original Mad Max. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, they're... 
there are movies that are better, but it's just a cash grab, and I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. So this, this movie's two hours long. He spends almost a fucking hour trolling along trying to find them. <laughs> I mean, no, nothing's happening the whole goddamn time. I always thought in my mind, because essentially the same same movie in a way. Um, Without anything interesting or, yeah. uh, or, or you know, the stories, the com- the camaraderie, none of that stuff exists in this movie. Yeah. Um, I always thought that it would have been a great idea to have a Jaws sequel where they would call, it would take place like the original Bull Shark uh, murders did or killings in uh, the New Jersey rivers. Mm-hmm. I always thought it would be interesting to explore that as a sequel to Jaws and then they would like bring Brody in to figure it out, like you know, like the people that are dealing with it in the river, like what's going on here, and he's and, kind of an expert. Yeah, kind of like an expert or something right. along the lines of that. I think that'd be really cool to explore, because uh, again, you're dealing with a different shark too, and it makes it would make a hell of a lot more sense mm-hmm. than what they came up with in this movie, in Jaws three, and especially Jaws four. Yes. Which we aren't even talking about today, but that is fucking crazy. Just insane thoughts. That 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 definitely deserves its own roast from this. That was podcast. you know, just fucking a pot fest or or acid fest or something, because I don't know who the fuck wrote that pile of shit. Yeah. Anyway, that was Joel's too. Um I I, I think it's the weakest of all f- well. Jaws 4 is pretty goddamn bad, too. I can't say, but Jaws 2, just nothing fucking happens. At least it's, Jaws 4, some things something happened. happens. It was the revenge. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple little things like the where the shark is. Um, oh, I did forget the one scene. The helicopter showed up to save the kids. And the shark, like, takes out the fucking helicopter, yeah, which is it, insane. It does that. It does that in the Deven- Revenge, too, except with a plane. Right. And that's what I was thinking of when, when, I, said, when I said that, because I'm like, it, it attacks the plane. And I'm like, oh, wait, there was a scene in 2 where he takes out a fucking helicopter, which is insane. And the, and the kids almost get killed. The guy, the helicopter pilot gets killed, but the shark just swims away like it was nothing. Just stupid. Stupid. Anyway, so Jaws three. All that right. is where we were going. Where are how? What are we looking for on time here? Well, forty minutes. That's without editing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's pretty much on track where I was figuring. Yeah. So you're really on track. So so Jaws three D. Yeah. Which you watched it regular. I watched it in three D. Did you? Did, was it like a special Blu-ray? No. Um. My TV converts two D into three D. Okay. So um, you get pretty much get the effects that they were going for. And right off the bat, before we even get into the movie itself, I will say that the 3D effects in this movie are better than a lot of other 3D horror movies of the time. Right. Okay. So, like, you know, Friday the 13th Part 3 came out right around the same time, and the effects in that movie don't stand up well versus this one. Like, right. you can definitely see where they 
you know, when you're watching the 3D movies nowadays where they add depth into what's going on and what should be up front and everything else, you can get a feel for that in this movie. So, it, you know, at the time, that would have been a big fucking deal. What? Just thinking about this movie. Well, there now there are a lot of the same old cheesy bullshit oh. things, like right off the bat. Oh, right off the bat. Well, let's... Right off the the first fucking scene of the movie, they have a cheesy 3D effect. It's terrible. Oh yeah, it is. It's terrible. So, Jaws is eighty three. There's a whole background about this movie. How they actually wanted to make it like a spoof mm. of the first two, and they wanted to call it Jaws Three People Zero. Oh God. Yeah, but. Spielberg got so pissed off. He's like, I'm walking away from this shit. Like, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll write it. Now, unlike the first two, this movie got skewered. It like made like five Raspberry Awards, you know, worst. <laughs> one of the ones I read about was like the worst uh, new uh, actors was the two Dolphins. <laughs> Cindy and Sandy. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, now this especially that very last shot. Oh, Where the oh, two of them, no, oh, no, no, Christ, no. that's so bad. We'll so, get there. So this movie stars uh, <coughs> Dennis Quaid as Mike Brody. Yep. Uh, now, Sh- is Scheider passed away by then? I, I don't know. I would assume so because he was not in this. So. He was not in this. Neither he, was Lorraine Gray. So the mom and the dad <laughs> were not in this. Now, she comes back for four, though. Correct. Uh, Dennis Quaid was Mike Brody, and it stars Bess Armstrong, who was actually from Baltimore, Maryland. Yes. And she's like the actress, the lead actress. Um, He's uh, Mike's love interest. Mike's love interest, uh, if you can figure that out from the movie. <laughs> I think you, you can. Yeah, they dance around it. They're trying well, to be say, coy. Like, wife, fiance. Oh, no, no, no. She's, he's not wife. Yeah, it's girlfriend. It's girlfriend. For a year and a half. But, like, it seems like they were going to get, because they keep saying, we're going to have to have a talk about yeah, this. Yeah, if you paid attention past the crime. The only reason I can think that they would do that is to have some kind of a you know, girl reaction to Dennis Quaid. Maybe right. Dennis Quaid didn't want to be married in a movie at I, that point. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have, I have no idea. And then, it also is a... Uh, not the first time we talked about Dennis Quaid, though. No, it's not. That would have been Halloween. Halloween, yes. Um, and then... This is Leah Thompson's film debut. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, and she's definitely like young actress in this. Yeah. I mean, if it was a R-rated movie, you, you'd be see bo- you'd be seeing plenty of boobs. Yes, and that's and the character she plays. Yes, and she plays Sean's more or less like love interest. I guess Sean you can Brody. Throw that. Yeah, Sean Brody, who's played by nobody. Some like, guy. Some guy. <laughs> some there's a lot of some guys in this movie. Yeah, there Except are. Except for Calvin Bouchard, <laughs> the star of the movie. Pretty much. Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. and Dennis Quaid are by far the, the stars the of the star movie. The star power, yeah. Who, uh, Leah was a, uh, meh. Leah was not big at that no, point. Back not to the at future. all. She had just, Back to the Future was 85. Yeah. So she would have just gotten, you know, she would have been, when this movie came out, she may have been acting in that, uh, you know, for that role. Yeah. But she blew up during that period of time. Yes. Yes, she did. 
She had the 80s. That was her. Yeah, and then you had Howard the Duck and a couple other movies where she was more of a star in the role, even though the movies didn't do well. She was kind of a supporting actress here. Yes, definitely. Uh, Something to note here. uh, Dennis Quaid stated in a 2015 interview, of all his films he made, the most aggressive use of cocaine during the filming of Jaws 3D, and he was high on the drug on every frame in which he appears. I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> it's 80, come on, it was the early 80s when like cocaine sure. was just like, you, you know, just falling out of people's pockets in Hollywood. And his That's reaction in some of those scenes were so over the fucking over, top, over the top. It's not that much of a surprise. I, so, so in the interest of the show, we just took like a 45-minute break. Yeah. So we'll just be honest with you there. I just really had to shit. Yeah. And we've been working on the plumbing uh, since then. Yeah, it's been I kind of stuffed it up, and now I, I thought if I flushed it a second time, it would just go down, but it didn't, and it just got all over the floor, and then the kids wanted to come down and play in it, and I'm like, dude, no, 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 what the fuck? No, 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 this is not the Ganges River down here, all right? We're not doing that. Not doing that. Um you know, actually, it's it's funny you say that because this is the basement, and we have like the well, some basement, you know, some basement bathrooms, the 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 ejector flush thing, yeah, is in the bathroom itself, right behind the toilet. Um, and actually, I wanted to have mine outside where it would actually go outside then eject, but okay, they said that I couldn't do that for some reason when we were doing the engineering for the house. So what it is is that you know the bathroom's over there and the ejector pit's actually in the all the way like you mean the sump pump? Is no. that what you mean no, by that? What's an ejector pit? I've never the, heard that the, phrase. The the ejector pit is what ejects the like the actually I, th- I think it's from no that's the sump pump. The ejector pit is what's ejecting from the bathroom. So oh okay. Like from the from the sink because it goes underground. Correct. Gotcha. From, from the sink. From the toilet and from the from the tub in there. Okay, I get what you're saying. So it all eject, it, it like flows through over there because every th- all the mechanical shit's over there in the corner and it, it ejects upwards and outwards. Right. Um, to the septic tank. So whenever like I go to the bathroom down here, not like to get pissed, take a dump down here. I always make sure to run the water extra long so the ejector pit kicks on and just launches it. So. There's nothing left in here. I'll mm. about this. Well, you know, it's uh, it's always fun when you're on the back porch and you can watch the shit fly into the uh, woods. You know, it's that, great. that is fun. Um, I did see a big-ass buck run through my backyard this afternoon. Like, out of the blue, I heard a dog bark, and uh-huh. the, the buck just hightailed. It was like, what the f- You never see bucks just hightail like that. I see deer all the time around my house. Oh, you do? Like those, though. Those bucks too. You see bucks, really? Yeah, yeah. I saw a ten pointer. There's a real big one down by where I live. Dude, AJ would be all over that. It's but but you can't really hunt around there, can no, you? No, I don't yeah. think. I think that every once in a great while they do something. Control I don't hunts. like a control hunt or something. Yeah. But I haven't. It's it's been at least a decade since the last one. Yeah, Mika's cousin AJ. I don't know if you ever met him. You probably have during one of the birthday parties or something. He hunts back there, um, and he's actually like killed like a ten point, a nine pointer. I don't think anything above that, but that's still big ass deer. Oh yeah, they're huge. 
Um, <coughs> but yeah, just it's. I usually see if you look at the backyard. You know how like the backyard isn't like straight across like this. Mm-hmm. It's like straight and then it, like an angle. Right. Usually back here with the, at the at the far the woods line. That's where they're at during the evening. And actually now this time of year they're gonna start popping up every now and then. You'll I'll see the bucks first batching it up, but they don't run across the yard and the bucks will disappear and then I'll see the doe and then little babies pop up. And like during yeah. during like the late summer and fall, it's all the time. Yeah, it's in the fall mostly. Oh, like every every it's like the novelty is at the beginning and then it wears it off quick the, because it, it's fucking Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. You get to the point like I've hit one. Oh yeah, in my I car. Mean, you have you. you it's, it's hard. It's hard to avoid them sometimes. Oh yeah, they'll they'll be you know they're all over the goddamn place down by me. Well, and I've, we have fox and possum oh, yeah, and all fo- that yeah, shit fox, too. There's a fox that roams around here, but like during the fall, because I had to plant these trees to build the house. Uh huh. I need them to survive for two years. Yes. God, the second year, these asshole deers eat the trees. <laughs> so I have to. I have to like. I see a deer. Again, first couple times, like, Bambi, oh, what are they doing? He my damn. I, I open the screen door and start yelling at them. You think uh-huh. they would run away right away? They look up at me and stare at me. Oh, dude, they get, don't run. Get, They're too fucking stupid. Get away from my damn bushes. They're, they're, you know, they'll, they'll slowly back away, slowly back away, slowly back away, and then just. Whatever. They'll sit there and stare at your headlights. Deer. Deer are dumb. Uh. So he's talking about, okay, Jaws 3D. Yeah. Quite possibly. The reason why I hate this movie so much is we talked about Jaws 2. I hate Jaws 3 because it could be any movie. It could not even be related to Jaws at all. It could just be Shark shark at the Adventure Park or something like, you know, like Adventure Park Horror or like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess. The only thing in relation is the Brodies. That's it. Sure, but you could say the same thing about Jaws the Revenge. I mean, well, she's in the Bahamas and... That's because she left because her son died. Okay. But that's the only the only relationship to the original movies is the wife. That's yeah. it. But there's a, there's a kid, there's... I just, you know. I mean, they they went with the great white again, and and oh. you know, supersized great white oh, and thirty five feet long. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Pretty, pretty bad. How the fuck could that have gotten in there? It's just almost impossible. It's, the, the, the girth of it going. Th- I just. So anyway, let, let's let's. Uh, do you want to start this one? I mean, we we don't yeah. have that much time left. Is there any other uh, preface stuff that there, we want to I mean, cover there, before we get into it? Covering in terms of preface stuff, you got yeah, well, you already covered the actors. Um, Louis Gossett Jr. is in here. Yeah, an Iron Eagle fan. Digstown. Digstown is great. It's a great movie. Well, dude, we know. I think Digstown would be like a good fall movie to cover. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those classic films I love that Digstown. like. Almost nobody's ever seen it. Yeah. Because it, it was just one of those things that went through quietly. It wasn't promoted a lot. Um, no. It had a really good cast. I think James Woods was great. James Woods, fucking Louis Gossett Jr. and. Um, uh, uh, what's his Bach name? The from evil. the Burbs. Yes, what's his name? He's so good. You know, he was great in it. Yeah, and was. and the fat guy um, from. Um, Ready to rumble. Yes. Oh, jeez. Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. Yeah. He he played the uh, 
uh, ready, setup, man. ready to rumble is in our archives, by the way. Mm-hmm. God damn, what is his name? David something? I don't know. Isn't it David? <sighs> David something. I can't remember his name. I can't remember it either. He was in Dream Team, The Burbs. I can't remember. Uh, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I mean, he's done a million. Bruce. Bruce something. Bruce. Bruce something. Uh, suck it. It's it's not David. It was Bruce. Buh. Fuck it. I don't care. Come on, dude. Let's get into it. So, <sighs> so we have enough time to at least go through the intro. We do, and the intro is just glorious because the intro, like, it's underwater like Jaws are, and they're going through two things that stood out for me in this intro. It's, mm-hmm. it's a typical underwater Jaws intro. One is. The 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 title is this suggested by the yep. novel John. Did that stand? I'm like, yep. There was stood no, out to me. There was no suggestion at all. I mean, about the, this. But usually, even then, like it would be based on because yeah. you're basing it yeah. on the characters yes. or something like that. But you, this is just suggested you, you by. It sounds even, yeah. so weird. You can't even because you can't justify it being based on. You can't base a northeastern town on a. Florida. Florida theme park. Theme park, yeah. With, like, totally different climate in the waters and totally different sharks, a.k.a. tiger shark, um, bull shark, bull shark, uh, among others. Really, white sharks are more of the cold I would think so. water uh, elements, which I don't even touch one in here. I don't know why don't a great white would be down no, in Florida. They would not be down there. There's especially you know during that part of the year, which would have been because they you know they're doing all kinds of water skiing and shit, and and oh there's God. a lot of water Plenty. activity, which would never happen in a fucking Sea World either. No, but no, um, you know, so you have to assume it's at least warm out, like spring yes. or or yes. going into summer. There would be no way that a a great white no. would be in that water. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um but uh beyond that um what? Are you about to talk about the grouper? Is well, is that a grouper? I don't even know what the fish that was. What the head? Oh, that's how I felt throughout the entire movie actually. That floating head? Yeah. What <laughs> You see this big ass fish. I think it was a grouper. Yeah, it looked like a grouper. I didn't even I should have researched is that fish actually native to Florida? I probably, probably, not. probably, probably, yeah, it was probably because like, that's a deep sea fish. There's no way it would be that high e- up. Exactly. So you see, you see this gigantic thirty-five foot great white shark bite into this fish. Well, I don't think you actually see the shark, do you? No, you just you just they just assume, influence it. Yeah. And th- and another thing, by the way, they they didn't have John Williams do the music for this one. They had some other oh, bozo. Really? But then it said shark theme by John Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been even better if I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I did love that. There was a <laughs> shark theme suggested by John Williams. <laughs> but they, they had they didn't I guess they just didn't want to pay John Williams his fee yeah, to they do didn't the music pay anybody, on this one. A bunch of nobodies in this movie. So um when he, y- well, I like when he bites into the uh, bites into the fish. Uh huh. It sounds like a guy butting into celery. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the sound effects are horrible. It they aren't very good. Matter of fact, there's there's one scene later in the movie where the shark actually sounds like a fucking tiger yes, or something. Yes, it's indescribable. <laughs> I have it. In, that, and I thought in Jaws Revenge that was the first time a shark roared. Yeah. It's in Jaws 3. Yep. 
and I actually have it pointed out like oh, did okay. a, did a so shark we'll get there eventually. It's okay, it's okay. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell? Yep. I never noticed that before. I did immediately. But yeah, so the shark comes up and, and just bites this grouper and the head comes off and, and you just see now this is obviously done for the three D yes, effect. Yes. And and this is this kind of plays into what I was saying though, how they did do the three D pretty effectively. Not in this particular scene because it was done uh, specifically to make it yes. stand out yes, and it looks stupid as shit. It's a three D movie. Here it is, right in your face. Right. It's right in your face. And it's not that's that kind of three D always sucked. But they did a lot of scenes where they were filming it, and you could tell that they were filming it with a with a screen behind them. Yes. So it added a level of 3D just because of that. So I think that that helped them a lot versus like when you watch like Friday Thirteenth Part Three. That's the or My Bloody Valentine um, in 3D. It wasn't. You see those scenes, and and it's just kind of like done specifically for reaction. I, I don't know how to explain it, but they don't hold up as well because of the way it was filmed. No, you don't. So I do think that they did a pretty good job with that. Um, King Kong was another one that they did in 3D. Uh, they did a bunch of movies in the mid-'80s in 3D, and then it kind of went away yeah. until the late-'90s. Is it me or is like 3D like an every 18-year, 20-year phenomenon? So it like seems 15, like it. Yeah. And But the newer technology they came out with in like the early 2000s was much, 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 much better. better. And I think that because of the way they were filming it and because of the digital, they were able to do the digital effects, yeah. it, it, it allowed them to add more depth and that's why I'm really, really fucking pissed off right now that you can't buy 3D TVs anymore. Because now you go out, you bought all these 3D movies, and now you can't get 3D TVs anymore. Reminds me of the Power Glove. Sure. When did we talk about that? Was that last week? Or did we just talk about it that, on the that phone? Was, that was Gladiator. That oh, was okay. Gladiator. Yeah, that was last week. Yeah, we talked about that. Right. So, um, yeah, I Gladiator last week, Gladiator. if you guys wanted to check that out. So after we see this whole thing. Not the good gladiator. Starring Cuba Gooden Jr. With Cuba Gooden Jr. and um, James Marshall. Yeah. This is the shitty one with. Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. I almost said Cameron Crowe. <laughs> that would have been entertaining. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> um, I should text that back. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with a picture of him. Right. Oh, so, Jesus. So. Uh, so after that whole underground scene that is that is akin to the Jaws franchise, we open up with a bunch of '80s hard bodies practicing a pyramid jet under, ski. Yeah, jet yeah, water, water skis. Skin. Right. Yeah. So it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> what what the hell is this? And what what is what is jarring at first? It did feel charring. It did. It did. It's like, what the fuck? Because you're getting ready to watch a Jaws movie. Yeah. It's like, what? why is this what, happening? What is it? And of course, you know. I'll, this is before you even know that it's at SeaWorld. Exactly. Now, I'm sure you knew from the trailer, but, but there's, you, you didn't know if you, you were watching saying, fresh. Okay, they're doing a pyramid. Okay, what's this for? Um, and, of course, all the guys are wearing your typical, you know, swim attire. Ball huggers. 80, yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's bad. Thick mustaches. This was back in the days when, like, porn if, stashes was, like, common. Exactly. 18, 19, 20-year-olds wore porn stashes. You Like, no teenagers exist. You went from, like, being a 17-year-old to 30. 
Yeah, yeah, basically. Everybody put on the facial hair. And I think it, it also had to do with the actors that they got at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably a bunch of out-of-work nobodies. Cause yeah, because, I mean, if you ever watch, like, anything, especially, I mean, even nowadays, like, you watch a high school movie, and half the fucking people in the high school movie are late 20s. Yeah, they are. Well, you know, we were just watching uh, Just uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. And I was like, I was surprised. I was like, yeah, how old are these people in this film? I was surprised a lot of them were in like their late twenties. Yeah, yeah, that's that's mostly where they're at, the late twenties, and because there's parts of those movies where they're supposed to be like sixteen, seventeen years old, and you're like, oh Jesus, I'm f- starting to feel a little bad getting turned on by this sixteen-year-old. Yeah, but like, she's really twenty-four. Exactly. Like, so it's so like, eh, I don't feel she's, so bad. She, she's legal. Okay. Show me the titties. <laughs> so, exactly. Show me them. Um, but what's also jarring is all out of nowhere, um, you see the damn shark. Yep. It's like, what? Yep. You're seeing the, the fin right fucking away. One of the magic of Jaws is that slow build up to the reveal. There is that. There's shark. always that beginning scene. Yes. Where we, there's some kind of a death. Yes. In this case, it was just a fish. It was just a fish. Yeah, exactly. But it's unseen. The shark is unseen. Sure. But it's like right off the bat, there's a there's a shark. There's now, a we sh- see the shark, but I don't think anybody else sees it at this point. No. Like nobody in the movie sees it. No. I mean, what follows is a stereotypical, all right, what do we do here? How do we introduce the shark? Introduce the shark, and the powerboat fails. So right. So they all fall in to the To build war, tension. To build it. Yeah, the, here comes the tension. You know. Which to me is way too early in the movie. Way too early in the movie. It... <sighs> If you were to look at previous Jaws and you have that early attack, mm-hmm. I guess you're playing off of that, where it's like there should be a death coming up. So you're kind of playing off of that previous movies and that tension build. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with it, but I think you're right. I think that it's just it's way too early in the movie. One thing I will say about this before we get too far is this is much more of a standard like horror movie. Yes, it is. And with way, no way far away from like a drama with horror. horror. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you. You know, there's so many typical horror movie genre shit in this fucking thing, including that. Like yeah. you said, it's you, you the the ship's not go the, the boat won't start and you see the shark coming up and nobody sees it coming and you're waiting for it to happen, but you know in the back of your head it can happen because if somebody gets killed by a shark, there's going to be way too many fucking witnesses. Yes. So anybody with half a brain knows that this isn't going to happen right now. So it's your build-up typical tension where there's the shark, and then the guy operating the boat's like, what's wrong with the boat? Let me just move this handle back and forth. (laughs) And all of a sudden it starts, and they just, you know, go off. Right, right. And like, and, oh, and, and it, you know, shark doesn't get them. The shark doesn't get them. So then we see the prep for this op- this grand opening for the Sea World. And after this, we'll cut it off uh, for the week because I got to take a pitch really bad. Sweet. Um, so you see this woman giving orders to a bunch of girls talking about, you know, uh, show me any cheek and you'll be shoveling French fries. Yeah. And they're all laughing. <laughs> well, what, was that before the, the, uh, the boat or the um, – yeah. All right, so <laughs> what, what did the um the boat with the skiers return into the park yet? Yes, or is, yes. Because that's important. We can't skip that. What do you What do you mean? I mean, before the scene where she's telling them not to show cheek. 
I think, I mean, there's a scene with, I mean, it's coming up with Bouchard. He's like, they're my pride and joy. Actually, no, it doesn't happen yet. It doesn't happen. Okay. Okay. So then the cheek thing happens. So the cheek, so, so there's they're a woman opening a new park. There, oh, there's an opening of a new park. There's this woman giving instructions about, show me, you know, show a bunch of women uh, who have these pants that's jacked up yeah. with their cheeks. Like, show me more cheek. could be shoving fries. Then there's this, like, model, this under... I mean, they could not foreshadow this underground kingdom anymore. No. It is their pride and joy. There's this... Uh, apparently, there is this underground kingdom... Underwater. Underwater kingdom um, in the lagoon. Yes. And lo- there's a lagoon area in the Sea World, which was shocking. Like, Sea World, really? They, I guess they paid to get their... Uh, See, and this is kind of what I was thinking, man. Like, it felt like half this movie... Was an advertisement for, for Sea World. World, yeah. At least the first half until yeah. things start going bad. Yes, yes. So they're you know they're talking about um, this this underground lagoon by built by Calvin Bouchard. Yeah. So then we switch to the scene with the the shark swimming into the lagoon. Well, and that's and that's what I was talking about when they are in the, they're out on the ocean, which by the way, just in case you don't know. SeaWorld is landlocked. It's not. <laughs> it's in Orlando. It's not on the scene. It's in Orlando. Right. It's not on the side of the ocean. You know, sharks aren't going to get in there. But in this particular movie, they they kind of you know suspension of disbelief, I guess. So um, the there's a man-made lagoon. Right. There's a man-made lagoon, and the skiers are all coming back in. Coming back in. Yeah. To the lagoon, and when they come in, the shark follows them. Follows them in. Now, the whole time, you only know at this point that there's one shark. Exactly. You're not. You're not hip. Yeah. You're not hip to the fact. That there's a mommy shark. Right. Which, Ugh. So anyway, you know, they get in and they start closing the gate and the gate, I guess, starts to close on the shark. Mm-hmm. But it jams and the gate or something. It jams the gate and the gate gets knocked off of the hinge. Yes. Yeah. So, the, so that so sets up. The workers are like, we need to get a Mikey out of here. He's going to be pissed. Yeah. So this is where we finally see Mike for the first time. Yes. Yes. So yeah, he shows up and says, you know, there's some. Ordering around, he orders this guy that looks like Freddie Mercury around, like you know. That's well, thing. it's a whole scene. Yeah. But uh, are, where are we at? Well, he's about to take off with a jet ski. Remember that? That's funny because he's going to take the jet ski across the lagoon. Uh huh. And when he gets on the jet ski, you can tell that Quay doesn't know how to use a jet ski yeah. properly because he almost flips the fucking thing over. That and <laughs> when he tries to get off of it, that's like. That's that's okay. All right, all right, all right. We'll cut it off there. Okay. All right. So so did it. So he's ordering the so the shark swims in the lagoon. He's pissing the w- workers. Like, all right, take care of it. Yeah, because he just paid them to fix this gate. Yes. And it's broken already. It's broken already. So he's pissed. Uh-huh. And they're all like, "Oh, we get some overtime." <laughs> and he's like, "No, get it done uh, on time." Exactly. Then he no overtime. And he almost flips the damn. And that studio. joke goes on way, way too way. fucking long. Like he is halfway across the lagoon, still saying no overtime. <laughs> it's like, okay, we get it. No overtime. Fucking stupid. So yeah, we'll cut it off there. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, make sure to uh, go find check us a, out. Check us out everywhere we're at. JB just JB I don't know where the hell we are, but JB driving podcast everywhere: iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever. And uh, you know, this is the show that is corresponding to the 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 week that Red Maryland shutting down. So, 
uh, Bon Voyage, Greg and Brian. Um, you'll be back in the podcast well before you know it. Probably. It sucks you back in. Yeah, you can't get away for too long. You can't get away. But in the meantime, everybody have a good start of the summer. Uh, we will see you next week with uh, Joel's Park. Yeah. Yeah.